0: Come on. Well,
1: I'm Life Love. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, Strong and Powerful Arvin Kamse. Arvin, are you ready to do this? Let's do it. Let's go. Arvin is a Fortune 500 marketer, he's an NFT marketer. He's also been Always been on the forefront of new tech trends. He's consulted with over 200 NFT brands and he is an established thought leader in the space. Arvin, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work and why you do what you do.
0: Yeah, 100%. Um, and by the way, um, as of now, it's actually about 400 NFT projects. So back then it was wow. 200. Um, yes, yeah, so um, personal life, uh, I, you know, I, uh, Work a lot, obviously, just, you know, with everything that's going on with cryptos and NFTs, just so volatile um, in this industry. But um, when I get time, I do some uh, Krav Maga, some Bechetta dance, um, and then um, also I have about 20 more hours to get my uh, pilot license. So do some some fun stuff. Um, And then when it comes to the NFT side of things, um, back in. So I've been in the marketing industry for um, almost 10 years. i worked with a lot of public companies doing the investor relationship marketing. Um, and um, what it involves for people who don't know, it's essentially finding short term and long term investors online. Um, and, you know, we were spending, you know, 500k a month um, to get in front of a lot of people and i was managing that obviously um and then when um back in 2021 october ish um there was an artist from italy he approached me he said like you know um, i have a great track record in finding investors online if i could find investors to buy digital art as well and this guy had a very small collection size um so he had about 12 um, actually pieces, digital art. He had a lot of physical, but his digital artwork was very limited. And then we sold it out in about a week. Um, and that was a proof of concept for me where I was like, okay, everything I've done in the um, public company side of things is actually relevant in the NFTs selling digital art. Um, and then and I mean, for people who uh, maybe they know a little bit more, essentially uh, investor deck, so the the team, uh, the future, uh, the track record, uh, um, the pr- uh, problem, solution, things like that in this investor deck and uh, the projections, everything is literally uh, NFT website. So if you look at any NFT website, it's exactly the same. And so anyways, that month um, alone, I worked with about 100 NFT projects um, and then about um, 100 every other month. Um, so far, um, I've, done with, uh, I've worked with about 400 plus NFT projects um obviously um as i started you know working with larger projects i I wasn't able to take on like that many projects at the same time and consult so many of them um so i can't do 100 um, a month anymore but uh, um it's uh it's the um part that i'm very interested in to just see how a an artist could come out and with some sort of digital art if they don't have it already and then selling out um, and just um, essentially eliminating that notion of a starving artist, like that's that's a big goal um, that I think everyone in the web, web three space could strive for.
1: It's a certainly such a it's a extremely exciting time. It's super dynamic time. We're having this conversation on May the twenty fifth, and. Right. I, I don't know if the term is NFTs have exploded, uh, but just uh, nobody knew what they were, or very few of us knew what they were. And now they are just ubiquitous. Everybody knows sort of what they are. Um, right. And I don't know if we're in sort of a bear market right now. What are your thoughts of just sort of the, the current climate?
0: Yeah. So we're certainly in the bear market. Um, and I would say it started maybe two weeks ago ish. Um, and then there is. Um, this this could be at the same t- same time as a recession that some people are saying we're already going through, um, or we're about to get get to, um, and um, so just for people to get a understanding. So NFTs came about two thousand seventeen. Uh, Cyberpunks was one of the early projects, um, and then it was a ten thousand collection size. And then since then, everyone thought they have to do ten thousand collection size too. So a lot of people are doing the same, uh, but there they could be any size of the collection. And then this year, um, it's been obviously a lot harder to sell out projects. So like last year, I remember um, we would you know, just have a website, just say, here's some, some pieces of art um, and you know whether it be at 5,000, 10,000, whatever it was, and we would just say, hey, on the roadmap, we're going to do a bunch of things, uh, cool things in the metaverse. We're going to have some staking, maybe play to earn games, so on and so forth. And then everyone would come and buy everything. Now, in the bear market right now, that's not the case. In fact, last night, uh, people in my mastermind, we were just talking about, it's just basically this alpha group. We were just talking about things that are happening and like, um, just analyzing uh, everything that's happening in the market. Um, it's actually hard to find projects that are selling out right now. Um, and so for that reason, as far as collector side of things, um, they're holding back to buy a lot of um, expensive NFTs, they are buying a lot of cheap NFTs, which is something that's very interesting because they're it's the, it's the time to buy everything is discounted basically right now um and then the more of a pricey NFTs, they're having a hard time selling out so they can't really sell out unless they do certain things which i'm happy to talk about too um, but as far as the founder side of things when it comes to selling NFTs. People, um, well, I mean, I just told you, like I went through about um, somewhere around 1,000 DMs on my Twitter. Um, Over the past two months, I had about uh, 1,000 DMs. uh, So that's direct messages. Um, And out of those, I literally messaged everyone back and just said, hey, how is your collection going? How is everything going? Literally just that question. And I just wanted to get a sense of like real time, real data from the market, Um, And majority of people, they either, majority of these collections, and this is, this is, I I hate to say this, but majority of them either wiped out or they're about to. Um, And so, but then on the bright side of this, this is a great thing uh, that's happening for a lot of people because the projects that are serious, they have, they have uh, legitimate reasons to be here. And they have a team, they have, well, even if they don't have a team, but they have um, enough resources, whether it be individually or as a team, uh, to be able to actually sustain a project. They have great utilities, meaning like benefits that they will provide for people who buy their NFTs. Um, they are going to stay, and actually, it's going to be way better for them. Uh, so it's going to be a lot simpler for them to not compete with, you know, 500 new projects coming out every day. So that's what we were dealing with at the beginning of this year, 500 new projects every day. And that was crazy. That was that was making it very hard for us, right? We had to try so much harder, but now the market has reset itself. So it's not the cash grab opportunity that everyone just, you know, uh, and their, um, you know, friends, they can just say, Hey, let's just get into this. It's more like, okay, actually takes some work, some preparation. um, And that's perfect because if someone can actually do those things and they're serious to stay in the uh, web three industry, then they're going to do really well and they're going to be appreciated. Um, And so in a way, obviously it's sad to see, you know, a lot of people have to um, abandon their projects. And that actually, by the way, could cause a lot of scams and um, what we call a rock pool um could be a lot of them um, because they just can't sustain themselves but but on the bright side of things everyone now has to innovate everyone has to be great like with uh, you know just like a small project that doesn't have any meaningful uh, reasons to be in this market they can't stay so now um everyone's thinking about how they can be different how they can be better um develop themselves a lot better it's perfect like We really needed that. So back in, um, I want to say, November uh, 2021, that's about a month after Meta. um, So Mark Zuckerberg um, company, Meta, previously known as Facebook, he announced that he's going to have this Metaverse, and the Metaverse is going to be including a lot of NFTs, like everything, all the pieces, all the um, assets inside this Metaverse is going to be NFTs. And so because of that and because so many large companies like sony um so many of celebrities like uh, snoop dogg and so many people actually got into buying lands in the metaverse and buying a lot of nfts back in i want to say no uh, end of november december time the search inquiries for um, nfts surpassed cryptocurrencies hmm. so A lot of people now, they were looking for NFTs, right? So they would just want to see what it is, right? And um, at the beginning, all those people who started looking for it, they just started just creating whatever projects they could come up with just to make some money. And then that time has passed. So it's no longer just whatever projects. Now it's all just going to be great projects, at least for a while.
1: And I imagine it's probably sort of the natural order of things where something new comes on the scene in 2017 and people flood it because they're interested in releasing their art, but also making money, which, which, which is all fantastic. Uh, but now we're going to see a shakeout and the only thing moving forward or probably the ones that will be successful will be high quality. And, um, are there a a framework? I, I, I almost feel silly saying, uh, because we're talking about art a lot of the time. So it's all going to be different and unique. But is there a framework that says this is what an NFT really has to have?
0: Yeah. So um, the digital art, obviously that part. Um, so initially, they were all some sort of animals. So <laughs> they were all derivatives of animals, right? So we had every single animal that you can think of on some on these marketplaces of NFTs. Um, and at some point we all just got sick of it ourselves. So we were buying them, but then at some point we're just like, okay, that's enough. Like we just bought so many of these animals. Um, and I think we just, you know, the time for that has also passed. Right. So there was literally a time where, um, everyone's profile pictures, not only on Twitter, also on LinkedIn, which is, which I found really odd, um, on LinkedIn, it was just some, some sort of animals. And, um, I actually had this experience a few days ago. I was going through my feed on Twitter and I was just thinking about like if the some of these people that are just I'm just talking with like if they're actually just like teenagers if they're like grown uh, you know, adults, like I don't even know at this point, right? right? So um, it could be, it could be whatever, right? So you don't even know who you're talking to at this point and they all sound the same, right? So they use the the NFT lingos, the minting and aping in and so on and so forth. Um, and so you can't even understand like who this, like what age, what age group you're talking to, um, which is kind of an odd experience. But um, anyway, so the animals sort of things that has passed now, funny enough, I'm actually creating a collection myself, um, and the name has one of these animals in it, um, but we're not, we, we have nothing to do with um, any of those collections. We're not going to be derivative, but we do have something in, um, in the name about it, um, just because it just happens to be relevant in this case. Um, but uh, the so anyways, the animals have uh, just out of the out of the trends. The 2D is out of the trends. So now it's more 3D um, type of art. The pixelated is not really um, the type of thing people want to see anymore. Um, So mostly 3D, um, audio, video, um, and then experiential things. So like, for example, AI and uh, VR, they both are also getting in. Very few projects they're implementing it, but it's also really cool. So you can actually have an NFT um, that, for example, you can speak with. Um, and you can train them so they become better at actually responding, um, whatever that means in in within that NFT project. Um, and so there's some cool stuff happening with that. And then also like music for um, musicians um, is definitely a really um, a futuristic idea because now they don't have to have the middleman as much. Uh, they can just um, have their collection, have their, let's say, soundtracks going to people directly without having to pay someone in between. So as far as the artwork, that's that's the evolution of it. So it's going from animals and 2D, mostly to uh, 3D and video and audio, um, and just more of the experiential uh, things, and also just really good art. Like now we're actually getting into the part where people um, actually releasing like really great art. It's not just all, um, you know, same thing that you will see just a slightly different. Um, and so, so that's as far as the art side of things. And then as far as the community, so everyone, um, I guess every collection, uh, need to have a discord community, a Twitter community. Those are a must. Um, and it's interesting because, um, there have been projects that they didn't have a discord. So for example, just recently, um, it's either okay bears or no okay bears. One of them, I don't know. Um, but, uh, one of them didn't have a discord and. Um, because of that, st- people started actually just uh, connecting with each other on Twitter spaces. People don't know what Twitter spaces are. It's just like, uh, think about like Facebook Lives, but um, it's on Twitter and it's only audio or it's just Clubhouse. Maybe that's a better example. And so so that's as far as the um, the community side of things. So those two, um, Twitter and Discord, they, they have to be there for the most part, unless your project is an anomaly. Um, and if you try to do it without it, then you fall into the old uh, type of uh, marketing, which is the web two marketing. Um, Right now we're in web three. So if you do any of the web two marketing, it doesn't work. People don't recognize it. People don't want to follow you uh, because they just feel like you just haven't caught on uh, with the new trends. And then um, the next part is the hype, uh, which is, um, not So depends on how people define that term. Obviously, the, the way I def- define it is um, having more demand than there is supply. So the, the distinction here is imagine you go buy something of some, um, let's say, store like Adidas. Actually, maybe Adidas is the best example. So let's say if you buy some, some um, cloth- uh, clothing uh, from, from Adidas, maybe sneakers or whatever that is. Um, or maybe a hoodie, whatever that is. Um, and you can go buy this anytime and you can look at this item for month and month and then buy it whenever you feel like buying it, but that's not, so that's web two web three is not like that. You can't have a collection just being open to people for month and month. There is a timeline. So two to four weeks, um, sometimes even four to six weeks, but that's it. You can't just keep it open forever. So it's the scarcity that's different. Um, so, um, and even like Adidas, for example, they have uh, their their NFTs, they just launched it. I believe they sold out in like a few minutes, right? And so it's not the same thing as Web2. And this is this is something that people don't understand most of the times they try to force it. They're trying to make it, they say, oh, well, I just want to make it easier for myself or maybe for people. I don't want to give people a deadline, but that doesn't work. It's just the nature of this industry is uh, needing scarcity. And then the last piece is utility. Um, and that's actually right now is one of the most important one. So what are the benefits of holding the NFT? So if you uh, think about, um, you know, just the artwork alone is going to cut it. Um, you, for example, you would think, uh, let's say uh, Picasso, right? So the, the most well-known painter, um, if That was the case. Like he would have sold out in seconds, but he didn't. Uh, the reason is just web three and web two again, they're very different. It's you can't just have like an amazing art and just, you know, just put it out there and then everyone rushes rushes into buying it. It's not like that. So you need to have a utility meaning, um, once someone buys your NFT, they need to be entitled to specific benefits. And so um, benefits could be, you know, they get passive income. Um, every month they get some money back, uh, royalties, they could get um exclusive membership to events, meeting people, uh, if it's celebrities, like I've worked with some celebrities as well. Um, it could be like just meeting the celebrities for maybe dinner or some gathering, gala, whatever that is. Um, and so um, or it could just be that, for example, a software that you will have access to, many, many utilities out there, but there has to be something There has to be benefits. Um, so the art alone is not enough, uh, for people to just buy it. Um, just recently I saw something from, uh, that has a collaboration with NASA, um, where they will just make you an astronaut. Um, and so like, by just holding this NFT, um, not like going through the entire tra- training, but it's just like a very obviously short, um, short experience, but that's, that's what we're talking about, right? So those are the, the elements. For actually launching a successful NFT, which is completely different than launching a product um, in e-commerce or um, you know your small business or even like large businesses.
1: Awesome, I appreciate that. Appreciate yeah. you breaking that down and what it really takes to have a successful project, and that that all makes sense. I think uh, it is really it is super interesting. Is this? Do you think that, that this is going to be the gold standard for just introducing products moving forward as well? Not just an NFT, but kind of anything? Yeah, well, it certainly is a um,
0: very important part of uh, being relevant to the market. So, which is why, like all these even fashion companies, they're starting to roll out um, some, something as form of NFT, Hmm. because not because just they want to make money because they can already make money with many, many ways, but they want to be relevant to their audience. They want to be relevant to their fans. um, and they want it, like people want it. They want to see what the NFT from Sony would look like, uh, what the NFT from like Adidas or, uh, Pepsi or, and by the way, I think Pepsi and Adidas, both of them have NFTs. So that's, I think that's partly because people want it. Uh, it's just relevant. And then partly because um, it could be an additional source of revenue. And then lastly is when Facebook is going to distribute metaverse um, on larger scale, then part of our everyday life is going to be in the metaverse. Um, And if you don't have, for example, a car, which would be an NFT, then you can't drive in the metaverse, which is really weird. thing to say right now, but down the line, it's just as, as, um, is the equivalent of saying like, I don't have a phone. Right. So I can't actually function, uh, without a phone right um, now in the, in the new future, um, we will have it where you need to have certain NFTs to be able to actually function on a daily basis with everything that's going on around us. Right. Would it be the parties that you go into the business meetings you
1: go into, um, so on and so forth brave new world almost literally yeah arvin yeah (laughs) i love it well arvin the people are ready for that difference making tip what do you have for them yeah so um as
0: you know as if they are if they're obviously collectors and depends on when when they're listening to this but if they're collectors just paying attention to um the arts that they really like and they want to support and just holding on to and just because um it's not it's not just about making money. Um, I, I think it was. And like, we, obviously we all want to make money into this too, but there is a different side to this web three where um, we can actually expand this and just make our life quality better. So NFTs are not just about artists neither. Like they actually solve real life problems. Like for example, authenticity in fashion, there's no solution for it. Or like storing information, for example, in sports um, where, you know, for let's say athletes, they have something about their health and you need to store that information, but you want to make sure it's not um, distributed. There's no other solution better than NFTs for that. Um, So there's certain things that you can only solve it with NFTs. So um, I guess the the, um, one thing I would want from the collector side of things is to actually just supporting um, people, supporting um, people basically stumbling their way through, just building things in this new industry. And then on the um, on the founder side of things, uh, really taking NFT launches very seriously. It's not a it's not a hobby, um, and just like doing literally everything that they need to do to like literally like we were talking last night in a mastermind like 24 seven like this is your thing. This is your new life, um, not as a side thing, not as a hobby thing. Because then we would just get the um, the negative connotation for it. Like everyone who is actually staying in this for long, um, we we will get the consequences of that. So yeah, so for the collectors um, supporting and then for the um, founders uh, really taking things seriously and just literally doing everything that's required, um, not doing it their own way, basically.
1: Well, I think that is great stuff. That definitely gets, it. come on. Arvin, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage with you?
0: Yes. So um, Arvin KNFT on all socials. So that's A-R-V-I-N-K-N-F-T. Um, and um, on Twitter, I'm most responsive. Uh, and then also I have uh, a lot of case studies, a lot of interviews, uh, speaking that I provided on my uh, website. Uh, that's sold out NFTs.io. That's spelled as S O L D N F T S dot I O. And the case studies essentially show how projects selling out, whether it be a bear market or not bear market. And so people can just learn, uh, get ideas, do it for themselves as well.
1: Love it. Well, if you enjoyed this much as I did, show Arvin your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Find him on social media at Arvin K N F T. And then check out soldoutnfts.io, like all those in the notes of the show. Thanks again, Arvin. Thanks for having me. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.